Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome into another edition of America's Favorite Golf Podcast. We are from the rough, live from Tellgators and Plano, as we are each and every Wednesday, 6.30-ish, sharp-ish, uh, when we're not having the world melt down around the internet. We've got 70-cent wings. We've got some vodka and beer prices that I'm unaware of at this moment in time, because I keep forgetting to ask the lovely and talented Demira what the latest well, updates are. Well, the technical are. difficulties got you sidetracked today. Just come out. Blame it on that. They Let's did. Just, just come out and drink. How about that? We're having technical difficulties. We are not on video tonight, but you will hear this live on your favorite podcast app. By the way, leave us a great review on that podcast app, whatever you're listening on. We would appreciate it very much. We've got a jam-packed show that we got to get right into. We're going to preview the... Uh, 3M Open coming up here at the later part of the show. But to get things kicked off, boys, we had the 150th Open Championship. I'm pretty sure I remember all of them. I don't know about you, Johnny. British Open. We call it British Open. Where I'm by the way, I'm your host, Indy Tim, and I'm joined by the Johnny Gerber and Brady Hawkshurst of the show because I'm too flustered what, to come what, up with anybody what'd else. What you call me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just what we are. Yeah. Um, Double H. Because we've got a special guest coming on. Uh, Brady, tell us about him. Yeah, a friend of mine named Stan Sayers, teaching professional up in Colorado, a guy I've known for four or five years, um, had a player uh, get into the British Open, play in the Open Championship, and we're going to talk with Stan Stan. here momentarily. Uh, Hi, Stan. How you doing? I'm good. How about you, Brady? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm sitting here with with, uh, co-host John Gerber and and IndyCar Tim. Hey, Stan. Uh, Hey, Stan. I appreciate you coming on, buddy. I know you're busy, and uh, thanks for jumping on here with, with us a little bit. No, thank you, guys. Yeah, you caught me at the perfect time. It started raining, so we're good. All right. Oh, good deal. So, so, Stan, you and I have known each other for four or five years. We met at a, a teaching kind of conference seminar uh, a couple of years ago about putting. And um, t- to let our, all of our viewers know about Stan, he is the 2009 Stan Teacher of the Year up in the Colorado section. Yeah. And um, you're, you're parentally recognized by Golf Digest as one of the best teachers and instructors in the state of Colorado. And the reason why we wanted to have you on, I, I saw through the, through the Facebook that you, you made a trip over to the Open Championship with a player competing at the 150th Open. Tell us about Scotty Vincent, your player. Oh, man, Scott, for one, he's, he's a great person, but he's, he's a really good competitor. He's from Zimbabwe. Um, he lives over here with his wife now uh, and plays out at our place, Colorado Golf Club. Um, We've been working together a couple of years. Actually, before we started working together, I caddied for him in Japan. He mostly in Korea for two different weeks. Were those um, the weeks that he won over there? I know he, I know he no, got a couple was, of trophies. No, this was like four years ago. Okay. And um, uh, But he plays in Japan mainly, and he had three wins there in this last year, and they had an Asian tour win in London. So. Gotcha. So, so obviously, Stan, the British Open, one of the four majors. This was your first uh, time as a, as a coach out on tour. Tell us about, about that experience, getting your first coaching badge for a, for a PGA Tour event. Well, um, to do it at the 150th Open at St. Andrews 
just did not sink. Um, it was really an awesome experience. Um, and it was great, too, just because, like, man, I got a lot of friends out there. So it was great to, you know, be out there and, and hang with them, too. So it was, it was really interesting, but what a special place. I'd never been there before. Um, the people of Scotland were incredible. The whole experience of St. Andrews was really kind of jogged off. Very good. Nice. Stan, this is Tim. Uh, one quick question for you. We know the story around Tiger and the majors and his effort out there at St. Andrews this week. Did you get a glimpse of Tiger while you were out there? What was the vibe around the, the gallery around him? You know, I, I, I did get, and I also got to just watch him practice a bit. Um, you know, you can see there's just not as much, um, how would I say, force being generated from the ground like he's used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the swing looks really good but obviously you know there's just pieces there that just don't seem to function when he needs it um, now where can he go with that man I'm not going to put any restrictions on that guy yeah. sure uh, but I mean uh, I took several videos of him. Luckily, I was kind of in a good spot to be able to do that. Um, uh, it, it looked good. It just, I, it, you know, you, you're not inside him and feeling probably the pain that he's feeling when he's hitting shots and walking. That, that would be where I'd be curious. The vibe is awesome. I mean, they love the guy. and He was stellar. I mean, he was just awesome. Obviously, it was a very touching moment for him walking up and, yeah, yeah uh, that was going really to that, that be my next question, is where were you when he was playing 18 on Friday? Yeah, um, missed that. Not by a ton, but missed that. Um, uh, but it did get to see him come up in the practice round, um, and that was pretty cool. Um, just to watch him hit shots around 18. Um, you know, he's very creative, yeah. put it that way. Hey, hey, Stan, this is John Gerber. I, had a, I know you mentioned you said this was the first time that you, you were over there. Was this the first time that uh, that Scott played in the British Open? It was. It was his first major, and um, he qualified by winning the Mizuno Open in Japan. Sure, sure. And uh, uh, another question is, when you were on the grounds there, uh, you know, in your opinion, do you think, you know, obviously the weather was pretty, you know, was, wasn't as a typical you know, British. I'm gonna call it the British Open. I'm old school, man. I'm gonna call it British yeah, Open. So, me too. yeah, yeah. So, you know, you know, mom, Mama called him Clay. I'm gonna call him Clay. You know, that's one of those <laughs> deals. Right. So, um, right. so you know, do you think being out there on the grounds, it was a, it was an advantage for some for for a younger player like that that was his first experience, not really going through all those the, the trials and tribulations of a normal uh, British Open type weather, things of that nature. You thought it was easier, or do you thought it was you know still the same type of challenge? you know being in that environment you know interesting you say I would, it, the, what's interesting there is the wind still did shift and then that made it the second day challenging because it hadn't shifted all week yeah um, even though it wasn't a tremendous wind there wasn't bad weather it was actually pretty decent um, it, I would say yeah probably an advantage um, at the same time I know he's a very good wind player and very good just bad weather player. So 
I wouldn't have really expected any different pick. It almost might have been an advantage if it would have got worse. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Kind of, kind of to piggyback on that same thought, um, with, with this being Scotty's first major, was this uh, an environment that was perhaps overwhelming to him, or, or how did you think he handled the pressure of, you know, first major being in such a, you know, a, a maybe an epic would be the word, 150th British Open at St Andrews. How did he handle that environment? Yeah, he handled it actually really well. And, and what happened was the precursor to that, he played in the very first live event, and he teed off with Dustin Johnson and Phil Mickelson on the first day. Sure. So That's a little bit of baptism by fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they said it was, my understanding was this very much like a Ryder Cup. I mean, that's from somebody who was there and that's on our team, I will say, that works with Scott. And he said it was very much like a Ryder Cup event. He said it was really kind of nuts. So, um, he was asked to join the Live like six, eight months ago, and he was one of the ones that got paid. So Yeah. 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 Uh, again, you know, going, not, not really to get too much in depth on some of these guys' decision, why or why, you know, why or why not they're going to the Live. You know, just a little bit of insight maybe that you could give us is that <clears> – <throat> You know, what was, a, what was a really deciding factor if he really told you or you guys really discussed that, that he made that jump to the live? Was it, you know, some of these guys will say it's money, some of these guys will say other things. Is there something that really kind of pushed him that was that was intriguing to Scott to that he would jump on the live tour besides, you know, playing the European tour or some of these other tours? Right. Well, like I said, we knew about this like months and months ago, really before all the kind of the crud started, you know, the and all the hullabaloo and all the, everybody getting paid. So he had already made the decision, but he made the decision because, you know, he could go and he could play three days. He, they pay for everything and it's guaranteed money. Well, it's kind of hard not to do. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, um, and so that was his reasoning. Like I said, he, they didn't offer him any money like these other guys that you know they're doing. So, um, it was a chance for him, honestly, to go peak, compete with some of the best of the world um, and get used to that atmosphere while he's trying to push himself to get to the PGA Tour. Um, we're hoping, my understanding is so far that because he wasn't on the PGA Tour, this hasn't really affected his chances, but we'll see. Know, so. Gotcha. Uh, Stan, I want to go back to, to the 150th British Open. Um, a couple of thoughts here about the event itself. What was the most exciting part for you being there? Was it the chance to be actually on the grounds at St. Andrews with all of the history of, gosh, 250-plus years of golf there? Was it the maybe the aura of this one particular championship being the 150th? Um, what, what stood out to you about your first experience over there? Wow. Yeah, I mean, really the experience at St. Andrews, I would say, was the overriding piece. But then at the same time, to be able to coach a player, those two things together there um, were really what was the overriding for me. It was just a special, it was just a special, special time. I didn't have to, uh, you know, we didn't do it like make any massive change or anything, but it was just trying to talk through things and and look at like okay we've got these shots these shots are different than we normally play like we had to change bounce on wedges we had to do different things like that to make us more effective you know around the golf course and and that that leads me to another question here um as a coach of a player you know getting ready to compete 
we obviously know St. Andrews and, and the British Open is, is a link style of golf course, which contrasts pretty sharply with a lot of the golf we play here in the United States. I've played some Lynx golf, if you want to call Bandon Dunes Golf Resort Lynx golf, and it does require a couple of different skills. Number one, in, in, in some short game shots, and then number two, in, in the thought process around hitting those shots. What do you think, from your perspective as a coach, is a bigger adjustment? Is it the physical implementation of shots, or is it the strategy and the game plan about executing those shots that's more different to that style of golf? Hmm. Um. And, and did you need to make any, any drastic changes, or was it pretty much business as usual? Yeah, we, we didn't need to make drastic changes, but it was the strategy and being able to attack some of those pins is so different. Like choice of when to putt, choice of when to chip it. Okay, can we go with the back flag on the 17th hole? Well, you used to be able to do that, and now you, if you go for it, you're absolutely dead. So... Um, it's the strategy I would say was really trying to figure out what to do because you could hit the perfect drive and end up in a bunker. So you're just trying to make sure, you know, how can I minimize, you know, uh, like have no doubles. How can we just, you know, keep everything to a minimum and then, uh, you know, attack where you can. Um, how else would I say that? Uh, yeah, no, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, in, in walking the golf course in the practice rounds, you know, obviously St. Andrews is known for 17, the road hole. Outside of that, was there a hole on the golf course that stood out to you as, as more interesting or more challenging than, than any of the others? It wasn't really particularly a hole. It was some of the greens whenever you sit on a green and you go, oh, my Lord, that is a 100-yard putt if I hit it over here. You know, it's like... Yeah. What the heck, you know? And I know we did have one putt that I would venture to guess was probably 70 yards. Wow. Hmm. We don't and see that much of that here. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, that's Stan, the putt. That, Stan, that is, this is John Gerber again. Stan, that's, that's great insight. The real question I really want to know is, where was the best place you ate fish and chips? <laughs> um, yeah. Did you get oh, into, no, did you get no, into no. Rusak's at all? Uh, didn't go there. Gosh darn! It's called Tail End. Tail Ends. Yeah, it was a, yeah. That's, that doesn't sound um, like a fish and chip place, but I kind of dig it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, had the best Italian food I've probably ever had, which was really interesting, also. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank God you went. You, uh, you know, some of those places you can get some some spotty food. So, so thank goodness you found some uh, some some good food over there for sure. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, great. Well, Stan, I appreciate you coming on. Um, you, you mentioned here when we got started that you're good because the, you got some rain up that way. We'd, we'd like it if you could send some our way. We're kind of dry down <laughs> here. Um, but, but, Stan, thank you very much for coming on. We're going to go ahead and wrap things up and kind of move on. And, and thank you for your time this afternoon. Make sure you, you take good care of your other students. Yeah, you guys. Thank you, guys. Thanks you guys have a great day. Thanks for coming on, Stan. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you, Stan. There take it care. goes. The great Thanks. Stan and uh, Brady hooked us up with that. Thank you, Brady. Yeah, 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 he was great. What what great insight, you know, the guy has. You have something, you know, down there that he's, you know, he's walk he's walking that grass, man. It's well yeah. dirt, let's just say, sure. but he, but he's out there <laughs> and see some things and some perspectives in a tournament setting that that's really good and informative. So no, that was great. No, we appreciate having him on. Uh, yeah, so let's continue with our 
British Open, as you like to call it. Atta boy. Coverage. Uh, and why is that? That's part of what I have to talk about. Because they're playing some of the events, some of the Open Championships, not in Britain. No, why does Britain insist on the... I, I don't even know what to call it. Is it just... Well, they're, they're British, man. They're I don't, how, how do I explain you that? You know, this, is, this isn't all that different from, from your neck of the woods with, with people over there calling it the Ohio State University. They, they trademarked that, that, They trademarked that. They trademarked that. And you can't... It's yeah. not all that different. Nah, but you just don't... You, don't put There's me. There's that same pompous arrogance over there in Ohio that there is going on I here with the Open. Could be. I mean, <laughs> but but don't don't put the Ohio State University and John Gerber in the same sentence, please. Herb, okay, please. look, it is the British Open. It is the fourth of the four majors. Wrong. Probably should not even be a major at this point. It's very incorrect. Um, and what's uh. the? Okay, the dude that wins that wins the whole thing. What's he called? The champion golfer of the year. The champion golfer of the year. Could there be a lamer title in the history of golf? I know they've been saying that since 1860 in the first one. I mean, there ain't too many but British people I know that's cool anyway. Dude, they're you know all just uh, Kate Beckinsale. Aw, be nice. She's pretty Come cool. On. Kenny agrees. Kate Beckinsale's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, Mr. Bean. I like Mr. Bean. He's kind of cool. Yeah, of course you do. Uh, Greg, we're here talking about golf because those guys over there figured it out. Nah, we would have figured it out here better in about 1790 if, if it hadn't been invented yet. We'd be playing golf in the mountains instead of on the ocean. Uh, but anyway, it's boys. Cool on the ocean. Uh, like beginning the day, four strokes behind Rory McIlroy and Victor Hovland. Cam Smith rode a final round 64 to the title champion golfer of the year. That's him. As victor of the 150th Open Championship. Uh, I don't want to get into because I, I feel we kind of did, and if y'all want to later, you can. I, I really want to focus on rather than what happened because I'm pretty sure anybody that is listening or watching this podcast probably watched it and they know exactly what happened. I would really like to get into the Tiger thing here. First of all, I don't get chills very often when I talk about golf or things that happened in golf. I love holes in one, right? I love watching dudes on the tour get a hole-in-one, but it doesn't give me chills. And don't say you've had a hole-in-one either, because I know you'd be bullshit. I've never had a hole-in-one, but I have holed out my second shot on a par four. That's it, but I've never had a hole-in-one. How long was the par four? 100 yards? 700 and... Oh, dude, I don't remember. It was a tournament play. It was out in... uh, Oh, you know where it was? Glen Eagles. I did that at Glen Eagles. They let you on Glen Eagles. Well, they had to. I was playing in a tournament in high school. Okay. But, uh, no, dude, I thought the coolest thing maybe that I have ever seen in golf was when, uh, and hardly anybody saw it, they had to go back and get video of it, Tiger Woods literally walking, 18, walking up 18, and he's literally and figuratively walking into an uncertain future in majors and in golf, because let's face it, there's something wrong there, and Going down number one, going past him, was one Rory McIlroy. Yeah, he took a... The oh, Tiger looks to look over, over and waves. Rory looks back at him and tips his cap as Tiger's walking up. That, I'm getting chills that, right now that talking about it. That gave me goosebumps, too. That's yeah, good I'm getting chills talking about it right now. My nipples are hard. You guys are soft. Oh, no. You guys are soft. I am soft. I'm a hopeless romantic. We know this. You should yeah. know that from what I, I showed you today. Right. I, I like that moment. Can't quit you, boy. Can't quit you. <laughs> I wish I knew how to quit you. Wait, I have that. Wait, where is it? I like I wish that I moment. knew how to quit you. <laughs> I like that moment too, Tim. But wasn't but, that great? But Tiger winning at the players a couple years ago was better. 
Well, Tiger winning at the Masters was pretty cool, too. Yeah. I mean, and, I know. I'm and, not... and, and here's the neat thing about what happens Tiger's over there. Tiger's winning at the Tour Championship. That's what, what I mean. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, what's neat about this is that the way he walked across the bridge and didn't stop tells us he's going to be back there. Yeah. Everybody yeah. else whose career has come to an O's, they stop on that bridge and they soak it in. What is it, yep. five years? And uh, they, It's not announced yet. Five or seven has been kind of the normal. Yeah. Um, it, it, it'll, he'll be back there and, and he'll, he'll stop on that bridge and he'll, he'll have a bigger moment there than that one. I thought but it was cool pretty cool seeing Rory stop and, and to soak that in as, as other megastars in the game um, paying homage to, yeah. to what Tiger's given them through his popularity and how he's grown the game. And I saw, I saw an interview that Rory did on some internet website. It wasn't even like on TV or anything. And they asked him about it. And they said, you know, hey, what were you thinking at that point? Uh, and he, he, he broke down. Like he started crying. Like he's tearing up. He goes, if you would have told me, if you would have told 13-year-old me that in 2022 at St. Andrews, I have an opportunity to honor my absolute hero in golf like that. He goes, I wouldn't have believed you. And, and then he just, he just like, I can't believe I just did that. Like, it, to him, it meant the world. And to me, that's kind of cool, too. Yeah, yeah, it is. You it know, is. and that's, that's, you're not going to get that ever in live golf, by the way, you idiots. <laughs> There's no tradition in live yeah. golf, all right? There might be some fighting in there. You know, it's a team, team event. You know, you get one of those guys that kind of bag it and shoots like 84. Can we get like Kokrak and Perez in a wrestling match or something? God, just, uh, I hope <laughs> Perez just beats the living dog shit out of him. So have you guys ever seen this? this? I have a point to this, so just bear with me. Have you guys ever seen this little game that people play on the golf course or whatever where, what is it, they, they drop the tees or something near the ball and whoever sees closest, they have to hit the ball while the other ones run away and you try to hit them? Yes. Okay, I think that's how they should start every hole in oh, live golf. Hold on. Go, go back. <laughs> what, what did you just say? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, You've I've seen, seen this? It. Can you explain it better than me? Uh, no, it's... it's uh, it's like uh, it's like jackass type stuff. Yeah, it'd be like Steve-O. They throw golf balls up with a tee, and and whoever golf ball ends close to the person, he takes the club and tries to hit a golf ball while the, the other ones are running away. Run wow. away. So you try, and whoever you hit, see, I think that's like who should tee off last. All right. It's really funny. I've seen kids, guys get hit in the back of the head and like unconscious, and they, they may have died. Oh, you've, come, you, you've come up with some shit today, boy. Golf. Let me tell you something. Have I, am I on record on the show saying how much I hate live golf? Uh, no. You, no. I fucking hate live golf. No. Right no. Y'all no. don't even know. No. If I never have to say live golf, I've got to keep saying it, don't I? Well, you, um, said, you said the F word, so let, Nancy Gerber's going to be texting me here in a minute. No, it beeped yeah. out. It beeped out. It, okay. It's, we have an automatic beep. We don't. We probably need yeah. one. Yeah. Um, so let's talk real quick about Rory. Uh, is he ever, ever going to win another major? I mean... Good well, God, yeah, dude. I feel so will. bad for him, man. He will. He'll win a green jacket eventually. Yeah, he's going to win a major. Listen, it's just he's playing well. He just ran into a situation that, you know, I talked about this the other day uh, on, on J.P. Peterson's show down in Tampa. It was like, you know, people were banging on him for how bad he putted. Well, he didn't. It wasn't his putting. His distance proximity to the hole with a sand wedge was 20 feet mm -hmm. with You're a right. sand wedge. You can't do Like, you can't do that. So, those stats are a bit skewed when it comes to his putting and, right. and how all oh, 36 putts and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, if you look at it, I mean, you know, Cam Smith went and got that golf tournament. You know, he, he, oh, he won it. He, for won, sure. he won the golf tournament. And his strategy, you know, he, him shooting 73 on Saturday, and it's a little bit, we, we'll talk about this in a hot second, but 
you know, shoot 73 on Saturday, but, but his strategy the first three days on the 18th hole was perplexing to me. He lays up with an iron when everyone's hitting iron or three wood on the green. He lays up and doesn't make birdie the first three days. Then he's then his mindset is, man, I better make another birdie. Yeah. So his driver hits on the front of green, two putts, and sayonara. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I mean, I'm not, you can't knock the guy, but I mean, if you look at did it. Did he have the honor at that point? Because his playing partner being contention and knocking it on, did, was Smith first or was Young first? Uh, that could have been driven a no, little bit. Cam, Cameron Smith was first. Okay. Right. Because cause right, Young yeah. hit it hit it after, whole high yeah. after. Yeah. But, you know, it took a miraculous round to beat Rory. I mean, it just, he, he finished third. He, like, he finished third. But those situations are a little bit different when if Cam Smith doesn't, doesn't go out and shoot mm -hmm. seven under. Right. Right? In the last round. And, and, and potentially that, that Rory has a, three, a two or three shot lead going in that hole, the situation can be different. He just got beat, man. Sometimes you get beat and sometimes you just you right. play and, like and shit. If, and if Cam doesn't shoot 64 eight under and, and he's not there, his playing partner, Cam Young, finished 19, and, and Rory makes a different play on his second on the last hole. Sure. Right? He ended up making par because he was trying to hold his chip. Yeah. If he's only got a tie 19, he puts that up there and taps it in for a birdie. I mean, what he, he needed two to win. He shot, he shot 69 in the last round of a major, Rory did. I mean, yeah. uh, yeah, listen. It's 70. He was two under. Okay, okay so you're, you shoot two under. Nine times out of ten in the major in the last round, you're going to win the golf tournament when you have that much of a lead. Yeah. Yeah. You just are. So Guys behind you shoot 64-65. I mean, and he eh. said it. He, if you listen to his press conference, he's like, hey, man, that's just a hell of a round. I mean, he yeah. went and got it, and, and, you know, did I play my best? No. But Cam Smith just went out and won the golf tournament. It's a hell of a round. Hats off to him. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Rory did not lose this tournament. No. Cam free, freaking won it. So, yep. for Rory, it's been eight years yep. since a major win. Uh, 17 top 10 finishes, if my memory serves me correct, and 31 events in that time. Rory's got so much more major championship golf in him. In He's terms 33? Of, no. Is he that old? Is he that old? I think old? so. We'll look it up it's for sure. It's a shame we don't have any way to do yeah. that. If he is, if he is, if he's 33, 34, 32, whatever that number is, he's still very fit, right? So he keeps himself in pretty good, in, in really good shape. He's still one of the longest players on the PGA Tour. Yeah. 33 years old. You know, so if he continues, he's just, he's in a stretch. He's going to. He's make, got 10, 12 good year, more years. Easy. 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 So oh, if he you has would ten, think, yeah. So if he has 10 more years, he has 40 majors left. Yeah. I mean, you got to think he's going to knock a couple of those off. Yeah. I mean, just by default. He, he's going to get the career grand slam. He'll win it. Yeah, I agree. I like, his, I like his chances better to get in a career grand slam than Jordan Spieth. I do, too. Absolutely. Um, I want to talk, too, about that par save on 17. From Cam? That was, yeah. Dude, that was one of the greatest... Freaking, not, I'm not going to say just the golf shot, okay? The golf shot was amazing that he could do that with a putter that close within that proximity to that bunker. Yeah. Because th there's so much of a margin for error there. Massive. I want to say it was one of the greatest golf decisions for him to make or for anybody to make, especially in a major with it on the line when you've got to have a par because you don't know what's going to happen behind you. He got a little bit of a break. That ball didn't go in the bunker. He, well, I, exactly. It, I, I, here's what I think. I think, so if you look at it, he was, the ball kind of rolled back up that slope because he was on a little bit of a down slope. Yeah. Does he make that, does he make a different decision if the ball's flat or a little bit of an upslope and hits a pitch? He probably does. Yeah, maybe. Right? Yeah. So, I'm, right. I don't know. Was that not just an absolute ballsy shot? The guy's one of the best, if, if not, if, if he's not the best putter in the world, I don't know who is. Well, when you, when you go through a stretch of, of 10 through uh, what five holes in a row, ten through fourteen? Yeah, making birdie, 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 birdie. Why not just 
get it up there eight feet and, and expect to make it. I mean, he, he said the hole started to look pretty big when they start going in like that. So, you know, bringing wedge into play, trying to hit it up there brings in lots of bad stuff with the tournament on the line. Play to your strengths, and the strength for him is definitely the flat stick. But we just we yeah. can't we, we we can't give him a lollipop for that up and down. We have to have to crucify him a little bit on how bad that second shot was, though too. Pretty lucky because you're hitting you're hitting on the front right part of that green, right? And yeah. that I mean it's not big, but it's not small. And there's a lot of slope to it. It does. I mean you're 30 yards short, dude. As firm as the golf course is, if you hit it much further than that, it goes up on the road. We saw guys hitting off the road all week. Yeah. But I mean, you know, isn't that what guys sometimes make their name in golf for? It's saving the look at Tiger. Look how many great shots he had to make because he hit a terrible shot the one before. Well, Tiger t Tiger didn't win the majority of his golf tournaments because he hit it great. No, his but I'm saying awesome. your ability to save on a bad shot, though, sometimes is who you are on the tour. Yeah, I mean, Tiger made – there's a whole freaking playlist on YouTube of Tiger saves, all right, because he had a bunch of bad shots in his career. Like golf saves or just life saves? I would say golf saves. Okay. I don't know how many life saves he had. Well, he's got a few. He's got three I can think of off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. But anyway, no, like but a, I mean, that's part of the appropriate. His nickname is a cat. Yeah, it's part of the legacy, <laughs> man, because I just I don't know. I just thought that when I watched it live, I was like, there is no way he's hitting a putter here. It's going right in the bunker. Well, he couldn't. Ch he couldn't have chipped it closer. No, no, no chance. There's no way. And, you know, and the ability going up that steep of a slope and trying to ride the rim to get it to kind of funnel a little towards the hole, that, that was really difficult with speed putt. And, right. and you know, the, the, the putt he hit on 18 was equally good, maybe even better, because yeah. the angle he had to come up the slope to get it to get tracking towards the hole coming off the side hill, yep. really impressive uh, display with the, with the putter. And well, I, I don't know if you know, but Cam Smith was not the only winner last week. I don't know I, if you God, that. I was just about to. Oh, dude, we're right here. We, yeah, we are? We're right here because I was just about to say Cam Smith wasn't the only winner last weekend <laughs> as we had one on our own team because it's time to get in to Johnny's picks from the British Open over there at St. Andy's. They call it St. Andy's? They probably do not. Well, they probably should here because we ain't there. They probably do not. So that little, that little muni over at St. Andy's that Cam played I on. I wanted to ask Stan if you saw any men in kilts. Good day, mate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because Johnny, God, if you guys aren't following, you're not winning. Uh, Johnny's Picks brought to you by BetUS.com. Bet with a three-decade leader in online sports betting. Join today using our promo code DSP125 for 125% cash bonus on your deposit. If you like to use crypto, use the promo code DSP200, Kenny, and get a 200% bonus. Kenny's Kenny on his Kenny. phone right now. There he goes. 200% uh, bonus on your crypto deposit, whatever the hell that means. I've never held a crypto in my hand. I still don't understand what it means. You're, you're not smart enough. So Bet horses, just, we'll, pop we'll culture, sports, golf, uh, lots of things over at BetUS.com. You bet you win, you get paid. And you know what? You follow, you win, you get paid because Johnny Gerber had a winner. We did have a winner. We almost had a little double-up winner. We, we obviously, on top with Cam Smith, we got him at 28-1, to 1, actually. Uh, we talked about this a little earlier that we got him on Saturday. I bet him Saturday mm -hmm. after the third round of the Scottish Open. Because you were traveling, and you were like, uh, i got to do this now. And I saw how well he's playing, so I got him at 28, and then he, and then he had a solid fit weekend finish. I think he finished third. And then his odds went down to 22 to 1. Mm -hmm. So I made a, you know, I made a couple six, extra $600 getting it in early. But, uh, yeah, we had Cam Smith as a winner at, at, at minus 20. We picked Jordan Spieth, who, uh, who finished up at minus 12, uh, T8. 
Shane Lowry. Lowry. Minus nine at uh, T21. And ham sandwich pick. I don't even want to go through that. Uh, a coward leashman missed the cut at oh. plus six. And what so, did you say before we went on the air? And I said, if I, if, if I ever pick him again, please scratch it off. And tell me to pick someone else because he just is mark that he's a disappointment. He's a disappointment. So uh, we are two top two top ten picks. Thomas Peters finished uh, eight under at T twenty eight. He was looking good after the first couple rounds, but uh, it just he just seemed to he must have went out drinking or something. The you know one of those nights <laughs> who didn't kind of gooned him. But uh, uh, minus eight at T twenty eight. We have Webb Simpson did a little MC Hammer at plus one. Two top twenty picks. Uh, Christian Bezadenhoit. Uh, Plus two, T68, and Kevin Kistner bogeyed the 17th hole to miss out on a one shot to get us some candy, plus $600. Uh, missed out on Kisner. He owes me one, Kisner. I'm going to make a call to him yeah, you better. Uh, and let him know that he does owe me one on that uh, losing $600. So that was our winners. That was, that was our picks last week. That gets our randing, our grand total this, this year. At $17,870 in Texas, units in the Midwest for now, plus profit for the year. By the way, I have a public service announcement for everybody listening to the show. Uh, everybody that likes golf, everybody that thinks they know how to bet on golf, you better follow Johnny, and you better do it now. At Jay Gerber PGA Pro on Twitter, you can follow the show at From the Rough PGA on Twitter. Find him on Facebook. Find us on Facebook because I'll tell you why. His record is so incredible. We're about to go paid subscription service for his winners. That's right. Uh, so you better jump in now. Get in cheap. When that happens, we'll let you know how to subscribe and get the actual winners. He'll throw a couple of freebies at you every week. Yep, absolutely. But if you want the big winners, you're going to have to subscribe and follow. And uh, like he said, he's plus more than $17,000 unit situations. Uh, depending on where you live, and it's only going to get better. What was last year's total? $69,850 or units, however you say, net profit. Nine winners, two extreme long shots. Uh, so last year was a little bit better, but we still got, you know, the great thing about golf, they, there's no weeks off. Not anymore. There's no, there, there's no weeks off. So, so when we say it's year to date, so we, when we start, uh, mm -hmm. we start at the calendar year. Yep. So 2022 to 2000s. We start out and we start out in Maui. So that's how we kind of we keep our random totals. And listen, guys, when we do these numbers, these are the plays that I bet personally. So I'm just not throwing these things out there. I have the risk. I would not play place a bet and put this out to the public if I don't do it myself. Well, so, and that's why you know the exact dollar figure you're at. I'm 100%. Because it's your money Absolutely. you're playing with. Absolutely. Mine are just for fun. Yeah, mine too. Yeah. That's I didn't a, pick any. And that's okay, too. That's okay. We all have our perceptions of fun, right? Uh, Hurst and I are going to have our for fun picks for the 3M Open. Let's get into a little bit of 3M Open, boys. Four! As uh, teeing off at TPC Twin Cities in Blaine, Minnesota. God, is there a worse name for probably a most miserable town on the planet? Didn't than you live Blaine? up there for a while? I lived in Gaylord, Michigan. Same thing. Dude, it probably is close. Same I've thing. Never. I got a couple good buddies from high school living in Minneapolis now. Would you go up and see Prince? No. Purple That's his fault, rain. him being from Minnesota. Purple Minnesota. Blame. That's the second thing I've seen you do today that can't ever happen again. Sing? Sing? Yeah. Or oh, sing no. The first one was he did this little cat scratch earlier. No, nobody cat thought he, scratch he, fever. He thought he got away with somebody seeing it. Yeah, I, saw it. I, I tried. Hurst. We're on camera now, boys. <laughs> I can't I get anything past you, Hurst. No, I saw that. You can't do that anymore, Johnny. 
Uh, the 2022 3M Open gets underway. But that's hard to say 10 times for fast. 3M Open, 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 3M Open. I got a cramp in my lip. Uh, gets underway from TPC Twin Cities in Minnesota on Thursday. Experienced and amateur bettors alike will lock on wagers from Johnny's picks, I which we will get to. Cam Champ, by the way, another Cam is the defending champion. Listed as 45 to 1 long shot to repeat. That was his third PGA Tour win there. Was it? Yeah. He might not win again. He's struggling. So have you guys played TPC Twin Cities? I haven't. No. Has anybody ever wanted to go play TPC Twin Cities? I haven't. Yeah, I can't say that I haven't. Well, I haven't. Did the uh, snow what, melt up there? Who? Did the snow melt up there? I don't know. It's, uh, what is it, July? It's probably still snowing. They got Vikings up there, don't they? Cuckoo! I don't know. That's what they do. The Viking is games. that what that is that what it is? Yeah, That's, this is their, why I can't like watch Viking horse. games. I can't. You, I can't do mine. You gonna let him do that, Hurst? Yeah. That's not mine. Okay, all right. I mean, that's what they do. So there's, there's. This is why I can't watch Minnesota Vikings home games on TV. Every time they make a first down, all you hear in the stadium is. I'm, I want to scratch that out my own eyeballs. That is a much better um, impersonation of that horn than Johnny's singing. <laughs> that's way that better. You know you're not a good singer when you can't even sing in the shower. So you oh. know that's the Well, that depends bad. on who's in the shower with you. Well, you hey! Know. Next show. That's for the next show. Sorry, well, Ma- met, sorry Mom. I was talking sorry. about Mr. Sorry, Bubbles. Nancy. Sorry, Nancy. Mr. Bubbles, right? Everybody's got Mr. Bubbles in the shower yes. with them. Yes. Uh, so tell us about the field, you guys. Is this, is this going to be uh, because we're coming right off the British Open? Is this going to kind of be a weak field? It's a little bit mixed. It's not as... as, as I hate to use the term weak with PGA Tour players because all those guys are so good, but it's not the strongest. It, it's kind of middle of the road. We have some big names in here. Hideki Matsuyama, Jason Day. There's some guys who have won major championships are playing. Um, but but with, with guys like Cam Champ who have won this event, it, it's not loaded with star power, and it can yield a winner from a little bit off the radar. So it's a good opportunity for somebody to sneak up and maybe get the first win. I yeah. think so. That, that's what my picks are kind of kind of around this week. <clears throat> Um, Johnny, I'm going to let you guys go first because I want to see who I got to scratch off after you guys if we have the same tight picks. <laughs> so I got to see who I, scr- I got to scratch off. I got time right. to, to nil and void some of my picks. But no, all right, no, I'll, yeah. get, I'll get right into my picks then for you guys. Get it, all right? get it. I'll start, though. So for everybody watching, if you're new to this, I do three picks. I do a winner, a top 10, and a top 20. I'll start with my top 20 so I don't make Johnny cry till the end. My top 20 is Troy Merritt at plus 320. I like, you know why I like Troy Merritt? Because he's got two R's and two T's in his name. We call that symmetry. You call that what? Symmetry. Okay. I'm crossing him That's why off. I like that. He's not, he ain't going to make the cut. <clears throat> um, the next guy in my top ten, I don't like his name because it's really weird. But uh, I think the course suits him well. Can't tell you why. Not going to. We don't have time. <laughs> At plus 650. Matthew... Neesmith. It's actually a pretty good pick. Don't like the way he does his name. It's weird. It should be either Nesmith or Naismith, the guy that invented basketball. But just to say Neesmith sounds awkward. Um, and then finally, my winner at 22 to 1. I don't know what you found him at, Johnny. Mr. Davis Riley. I'm going to scratch him off. That's a, that's a loser. Here's a Goocher thank, coming. Thank, thanks, Tim. There thank you. There's a Gooch coming. Watch out. <laughs> Davis Riley, sorry for your bad week this week, but you just got jinxed by Mr. Ham. I do it. Who do you got, Brady? Uh, I go with five total picks. 
You know, you can talk over it. You don't have to is wait. That the, is that the Viking horn? <laughs> I go with five total picks. I take three winners, kind of, kind of two guys, and then a long shot, a top 10, a top 20. Uh, I'm going to get right into my winners and, and throw out the Goocher. I, I'm also going with Davis Riley to win. Yes! Uh, I, I saw him at 25 to 1. Uh, he's playing some good golf. Right? 31st at the U.S. Open. A, a, a 13th at Memorial. A 4th at the Schwab. Um, this, this is the kind of field that, that a young guy, a, a PJ Tour rookie, can, can steal a win at uh, if he plays well. Uh, my other winning pick, uh, I'm going to stay with the Cam theme and go with Cameron Tringali. Uh, finished tied for sixth a couple weeks ago at the Scottish Open, uh, 14th at the U.S. Open. Uh, long player, he hits the golf ball a long way. This is a golf course at 7,400 yards, par 71. Length will be helpful out there. Uh, he's at 28 to 1. Uh, my top 10 pick, I'm going to go with a guy who's been knocking on the door the whole year. I think he's going to knock on the door again, but not quite get it done. Sahith so Tagala. He's at plus 225 for a top 10. I like his name. Yeah, it's fun, right? Another PGA Tour rookie. Um, he's going to be in contention this week. My top 20 pick is going to be a, a little bit of a grizzled veteran who's won recently, JT Poston. There's not great money on JT, but... Do we know what JT stands for? Coming back to uh, the Midwest where he seems to thrive. Uh, he's at plus 140 for a top 20. I think that's a lock. My ham sandwich doesn't necessarily have really long odds, but he's a guy you haven't heard of. Ju Young Kim, 20-year-old player. He's just received special exemption status because he's climbed to 40th in the world. I think you made that name up. No, no, no. So. On, on the heels of a tied for 47th at the Open, a third at the Scottish Open, 23rd at the U.S. Open. This young guy is going to be a star. Ju Young Kim at 33-1, to 20 years old. He's got a chance to win this week. Thank you. Huh, nice. Any guesses on what JT stands for? Y'all curious? It's the, the, the T is something strange, like Tyrone or something, like Ooh. Jeffrey Tyrone. Very close. Yeah, yeah. Thaddeus. Yeah, Thaddeus or something. How about James Tyree Poston? Yeah, there it is. You're there it close, is. man. It's just like Jeffrey Tyrone Mills. <laughs> Why is his nickname the Postman? Because his last, you can't nickname somebody that because of their name. Sure you can. That's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think you, you grabbed a, uh, uh, you know, a hawk screeching for my name? Because he told me to. Yeah. <laughs> well, since, uh, since you guys had like multiple picks that I had on my board, there's no reason because they're all going to be losers now. So, uh, no, no, just kidding. So, wow, we'll yeah. All right, that's going to do it for today. <laughs> I guess that's it. <laughs> guess that's it. <laughs> now, we'll jump into these picks. Uh, you know, I... I I always do I three. Like Jesus. <laughs> I always do uh, three three winners, one ham sandwich, two top tens, and two top twenty. So my first winner this week, I'm going to jump on the board uh, with Brady's top ten or top twenty pick. He had is uh, Sahith Thagala at twenty to one. Th this guy is just kind of like Brady said, kind of knocking at the door. I really like his game. Very long hitter, and it's just a matter of time that this guy kind of jumps in that winner circle. Puts it all together. And with a shorter uh, with a shorter talent field is probably the wrong way to say it, but. Not a star-studded field. I think this lends this guy for an opportunity to get his first win on the PGA Tour. The, the little bit of the cool, I don't know if it's cool or weird thing is, have you noticed there's seven C Champions Tour players playing in this event? Really? This, this week, yeah. Is Lehman playing? Uh, he, I don't know if Lehman's playing, but there's seven Champions Tour event guys playing in the event. Huh. So that kind of, that's pretty cool. I think, you know, I maybe with the exception, I know Ernie's playing, so maybe with the exception of Ernie, I think it's going to be a little too long of a golf course for some of these guys. I mean, they're going to be wearing out those hybrids and three woods in these four pars. 
But uh, so I didn't, obviously I don't have any of those guys on my board, but on my board I do have it, my second pick at 22 to one, Davis Riley. Um, I actually gonna probably scratch him for this week because Tim took him. So uh, no, you already picked him. You can't. You yeah, probably so already placed your he, best. He's, too, he's didn't already you? he's already on the board. So uh, I might head. He's not my, gonna give us any credit for learning from no. him. He's just, knock, that pre- he's yeah, that's just true. gonna knock us down. That is true. That is true. You guys <laughs> no are love. learning. You guys are learning. <laughs> no credit for learning. Just I mean, just said my knee Smith pick was pretty good. Yeah, you just guys, a kick to the groin picking on us. Yeah, twenty-two to one, Davis Riley. Uh, my third pick this week, friend of the show, thirty-three to one, Brandon Steele. Uh, please don't play that. Please, Brandon don't. Steele. Yes, thank you. Um, Brandon, we got to change that. <laughs> so thirty-three to one. It's a very, it's it's a perfect golf course for Brandon Steele. Hits the ball. He's not the longest, but he's not the shortest either. Straight puts the ball well. Had That's some great said. success for the success there. Uh, the last few years that they played the tournament right there at TPC. So in Twin Cities, ham sandwich pick. This week, Patton Kazire at 100 to one. Uh, played well there last year. I believe he had a sixth place finished. He's on that kind of cusp of 123, 24, 25 to keep his card to get in the FedEx Cup with two tournaments left going into the year. So he's, he's kind of kind of put the pedal to the metal a little bit to get inside there. So I think it's going to lend for him to be a little bit more aggressive. You know, try to get on top, and he, he certainly, certainly has the length to win this golf tournament, and, he, and he's due. He's that guy that kind of fits that, you know, patent desire, uh, uh, Harris English, that mold. Yep. That's that. Yep. You know, they'll win once, once a year or so, and and you're you're wondering why they don't win more, right? So, I really like him as a hand sandwich pick at 101. Two top ten picks this week. Uh, we have uh, Adam Hadwin at plus 250. Uh, again, success there before. I didn't pick him to win. Only reason why he's, he's not coming in to uh, that I've seen that he's had a lot of success or contended, but that doesn't mean he can't jump into that top 10 in a, with some success on that golf course. Uh, another top 10 pick this week, we have uh, JT Poston again at plus 350. Some of the same reasons why what, what Brady said. He's, you know, he, he had a really hot three or four weeks there. He's kind of cooled off the last week or so. Maybe he's got some rest, didn't play. So for him to jump kind of back in into the, you know, the hot form, I really like him to finish in that top 10 at plus 350. Two top, 10, two top 20 picks this week, guys, is uh, Maverick McNeely. I like him to finish in the top 20 at plus 130. And our Ohio State Buckeye boy, uh, Ryan Armour, I like him at plus 475. I don't know to, he was an Ohio State guy. Mm-hmm, to finish, I don't like him anymore. To finish in the top 20. So that's our picks this week. Uh, that's our winners this week. So yeah, let's, there you go. let's continue to uh, let's continue to have a, a, a great successful week. I, I don't think you said it before, but, you know, we're really due to have a hot streak. Before our win last week, we had three weeks in a row. We had the second place finisher, and and we had the second place finisher in the senior open. So really, and four what weeks. Is, twice they were leading going into the 18th hole, yeah, or so, the 72nd hole. Sorry. So we could have done snake bit over there. We yeah. could. The devil was chasing me a little bit when it comes to that. So we could have had a kind of unprecedented little run there, um, of you know possibly four or five weeks in a row with the winner. So yep. I, I think we're down to three weeks remaining before the FedEx Cup playoffs start. Well, and, this week. We uh, uh, Rocket next Mortgage week, and Wyndham. Yep. So three three tournaments left. We got some big names. They're on the verge of missing their card for next year. Well, Ricky S- Ricky Fowler. Yeah, at but he's got exemption for next year because he won. Stuart Sink at one twenty five. Right? Uh, he's got exemption. Does he? He probably he, he won last year. Yeah, but still he's he won last year. So he's it's a two year exemption. You're right. They're not get they're not any. But they got they got to finish top one twenty five to get into the playoffs. Mm. Are the exemptions? Yeah. 
consistent for whatever tournament you win? Like, if you win a, a tournament this year, you're exempt for two years? Full field events, yes. Yes. So, okay. like, last week, the Barracuda or, um, was yep. not yeah. a full field. Yeah. does not give a two-year. I think you get one. No, you get two, but you don't get in the Masters. Okay. Yeah, you get two, but you just sense. don't get in the Masters. And it's not a full points paying. It's not the right. same number of points as a weekly event. Right, right. Yeah. All right. Just curious about that. Yeah. That's some of the. No, that's great, Hersey. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's good you said that. Some of the little intricacies about the tour that uh, that we find out here on from the rough America's favorite golf podcast. You guys have anything else before we shut things down here live from Telgators in Plano? I think we're good this week. Yeah. Is Tiger ever going to win again? Yeah. Uh, on the PGA Tour. Well, what other tour would he be playing on? Well, he might win a senior major. He's not going to play, play one the senior. He'll never play. One. A he'll, he'll play a United States Senior Open. I don't think so. He will. Is Tiger going to live golf? No. Yeah, that's it now. we got to shut this thing down. You're David Faraday, by the way, going to broadcast live golf. We'll talk about that yeah, next Charles week. Charles Barkley might be going, too. Charles Barkley's he's going. Gonna, he's going to have discussions. <laughs> by the way, Charles Barkley fixed his golf swing. It ain't as bad as it used to be. I'm still can't saying. play, though. Oh, he can. No, he's uh, still. You played with him, right? Yeah. You gave him lessons. I didn't give him lessons. Uh, maybe you should have. That was Hank Haney. All right. Oh, God. Please don't say that name on uh, the yeah. airways. He's again. on the list. Yeah, he's on my list, He's too. on the list. We want to thank everybody that's been a part of this one. Telegators in Plano, Demera, Katie, everybody that came to, uh, let's see, that Katie, that Jessica, that Kenny, that Jason, that Colby. <laughs> I want to say Heather uh, and Gwen. Wow. Very nice. Appreciate everybody. Awesome especially the Highlands Performance Golf Center in North Carrollton. We will do it all again next week live from Telgators in Plano, maybe one of the last times before we move into our brand-new studios we haven't talked about yet on the We're air. On but the we will. We're on the verge. We're on the verge of big time, boys and girls. Until next week, you guys keep hitting them straight. Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com. Sometimes when there's only one pickle in the pickle jar, you just got to eat that pickle. I could hit really? it like Jesus. Brandon still screwed my mom. Where's Mills?